MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Snakes. Zombies, sharks, heights, speaking in public, the list of fears is endless. But while you're clutching your blanket in the dark, wondering if that sound in the hall was actually a footstep, the real danger is in your hand when you're behind the wheel. And while you might think a great white shark is scary, what's really terrifying and even deadly is distracted driving. Eyes forward. Don't drive distracted. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Paulina, I, I know that um, you were sitting around thinking about my side hustle as a as a kid, as a teenager. Yep. As you know, I was a web designer, mm. um, <laughs> big time web designer in the in the late nineties. I, I had really no idea no idea how to do it whatsoever. I had I literally had that book that says Web Pages for Dummies. You know the ones yeah. I don't even know they yeah. still make those oh, books. The yellow ones. Yeah, yeah. yellow and bleeding out with dummy for everything. You know yeah. whatever. Um, I honestly used that book to sell a web page to one person in high school because my dad told me to because he's an entrepreneur and he was like, figure out how to make some money for yourself. Uh, and I guess that was my side hustle. That, of course, and I'm an esteemed alumnus of the Blockbuster Video. Right. Um, uh, mega, mega franchise. Huh. That, that, that it was. You know, I, basically, I was, I'm part of the culture. I, what was the culture? Right. It was a movement. <laughs> no, it really was. Yeah, BBV gay. BBV. Yep. Yeah, yep. I'm BBV gay. Hold on, say something now. C-Mob. It's a little different than the C-Mob. We all wore the same blue shirts. Yeah. yeah. BBV, um, I have that. But I'm... Oh, no. BBL is what I have. <laughs> I want to be clear. BBV. Uh, anyway. You need to no, see my no, no, okay, yeah. right. no, girl. You need to see a physician then. Um, <laughs> no, sorry, Javi. So anyway, what, what was you... You were talking about your side hustle, though, and this is way better than mine. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a proud moment of mine, of course. I think it's kind of how I got started in, in just the hustle culture, if yeah, you will. Yeah. Um, so we were watching that movie Flame and Hot that just came out and we were watching it and in the movie the little boy he started slinging um, tamales at school to his friends. Right. And and my fiance Javi goes, whoa, like hustler, you know, it was like all phased by it and I was like, oh, that's nothing. And I was like, when I was about eighth grade is when it started, I'd say, uh, I used to take my step 
dad's and my mom's cigarettes. What Cig- are they? Cigarettes? You guys know I can't say cigarettes. Cigarettes? Wait, <laughs> are you being cigarettes? serious? Yeah, cigarettes. No, that's how she says them. Wait, I've never heard you say... You're, you're serious. Um, Deadass. Cigarettes. 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 You're missing entire syllables. Can I just say cigarettes? Cigs. Cigs. I want to say a pack of cigs. Okay. I would take the cigs and I would... I would sell them to kids. Like, not kids, but like my classmates. Are you still doing this? Are you the person like, hey, ma'am, can you get me a six-pack of beer, you know, from the high school kid when you're rolling in? Like, are you handing out cancer to kids? No. Are you, this is what you're doing now for your side hustle? I would never. I mean, I know that we uh, pay everybody would more, but never? seriously, like, we're selling cigarettes to kids now? Cigarettes. No, I mean, cigarettes? listen, some days it, it might, well, I, won't, I might want to do that, but I will never. I will okay, never so do that. How old were you when you were doing this? I was about 12. So 12, you're 12 13, years old, yeah. you'd steal your parents' cigarettes. Yes, I would. And you cigarettes. would sell them to your, your peers. My peers, yes. Because <laughs> it was like, I was the plug and I had it because there yeah. was a lot at the house. Well, so. they were all addicted, I bet. Yeah. Yeah. They probably thought it was candy because you're selling them cigarettes. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I wouldn't buy what you were selling. If right. I'm like, what? Hey, I had the good stuff at home, okay? I had options. Oh, oh you did? Yeah. You? What had... were the options? You remember? Yes. Um, Marble lights. Oh Marble. Oh I can't say it. Marble lights and then Salem Slim lights, of course. Oh, okay. Yes. Salem Slim's. Okay. Those, nice. were, those were the two. The wow. red pack and then the, the green pack. And then when times got tougher, I would take the four for a dollar, you know, because at the time it was four for a dollar right. chips, which oh, oh yeah. the good old days. I know. So I would sell them for a dollar each and kids would pay it because they want the chips on the spot. You know what I'm saying? So 25 <laughs> right. cents turned into a dollar. Yeah. Right. Wow. They paid for convenience. So you were a hustler from the earliest age. I think so. Entrepreneur. I like yeah. to say I was. No, I, I like it. Though. I, I, I gotta be honest. I, mean, I don't really love the cigarettes part. No, but, I don't love it yeah. either. And I'm afraid but of I that did. word because I just don't want it to come out. I don't know what. I'm not yeah. going to do that anymore. But, and <laughs> and like many things, now, I'll probably say that uh, I, there are so many words I have to think about now before they come out of my mouth because of you. Because I'm not sure if I'm the one saying it wrong. Yeah. Oh, my whole vocabulary is messed up. Um, I had a hustle that was not as dangerous for kids. Um, oh, that's good. <laughs> if you guys are interested. Yeah, no, I'd love to hear about yes. the not dangerous um, hustle. So, you Kayla. know how, like, uh, golf tours will come to town and um, yeah. parking can be mm-hmm. nuts? Oh, like PGA, yeah, like Tiger yeah. Woods or whatever? So, one of those tours was at, like, a bougie country club in Michigan, and so my friend and I in high school um, rode on my car with one of those car markers that we would drive people into the um, tour. From because, the parking that was far away. Yeah, because it was very far oh, away. That's, so that's... that's uh, Uber over here. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah. Uber. Yeah. And we the would ingenuity get, here. Yeah. I love it. get a ton of cash. And we, we were basically doing Uber and Lyft in high school. <laughs> wow. So you invented it, wow. basically. I, well, I, I wouldn't kind say of. that, but it kind of sounds like it now. Um, 855-591-1035. I don't have a ton of time, but call now. Or you can text the same number. But what was your side hustle as a kid? Rufio, I, yeah, obviously you had several. I had two. You went to jail for a couple <laughs> yeah, of them. Well, so. mine was also in like middle school, like 7th to 8th grade. I was taking, uh, I was selling candy out of my backpack every day. It was selling M and M's. Don't ask me how I got the M and M's. Okay, I was so you selling- stole the M and M's. What? I was selling them for a dollar, uh, walking around. I used to wear my backpack in the front, like you know what I'm saying, like. Oh no. And then I would just reach into my pocket. I had peanut and plain. I had M and M's, and they were a dollar, and and that's what I did. My other hustle I did was, I'm pretty good at. I'm a huge Michael Jordan fan, right? The biggest. And I could sign that man's autograph for like <gasps> nothing. 
and oh my I God. was selling cards to kids for like twenty five dollars. Oh God, like a like a you know like a, a Fleer card that's like probably like less that than a dollar, and I would just sign it and put it in the sleeve <laughs> oh and then sell it to a random kid for twenty five bucks. And yeah, they believed no. you. Yeah, I had an autographed Michael Jordan card. Oh you know? my God, and then I would just. <laughs> so there are people out there that think they have an oh, MJ autograph yes, card that uh-huh. you that you forged. Yeah, I can sign it right now. I can sign anything you want for Michael Jordan. Don't allegedly, allegedly. They're gonna go on Pawn Stars and be like, yes. "Yeah, this guy Kevin in high school, he was so generous. He, he gave me such a good deal." You notice Michael Jordan's signature, the one thing that stands out, the M yeah. is okay, a two and a three. Okay, like it looks like a twenty-three. The oh M my! In Michael God. Jordan, oh. scammers from a young oh. age, dude. I, I got that. I got my mom's autograph down, and I got my. Oh. <laughs> well, Jordan. now I have my mom's now. Okay, honey, I needed to get out of school somehow. Oh yeah. I remember I used to try and. And this wasn't a hustle. Like, uh, you remember, uh, and again, just going to make us sound old, but collected the basketball cards, and then they had the Beckett. Yes. And it's online now, but they came out like a whatever, weekly or monthly, and it had the prices of mm-hmm. all the cards. And I would sell, I would pull cards, buy a lot of them, and then I would sell them to people based on whatever that price was. And parents would call my house and be like, to my parents, Christopher selling, you know, ripping my kid off or whatever. Because <laughs> I guess in, in many people's minds, it was trading. You're right. You were supposed to just trade card for card. It's like, no, this is a, You know how much that pack right. My parents would be like, no, he doesn't have to give them away. Like, this costs money. Right. But it's, it's supposed to be sports card trading. It's like, no, some are worth more than others. Like, yeah. you don't just give this stuff away. <laughs> like, I can remember more than once my mom would come in the room and be like, someone's complaining that you're selling your, your basketball cards again. I'm like, but mom... That's what they're worth. Look, it's right here. There's no markup. I'm not selling fake autographs like my friend Rufio over here. Uh, Pizza Pat. What's up, Pizza Pat? Morning, friends. Pizza Pat, your your hustle. Was this high school? (laughs) Yeah, so it was started sophomore year of high school. Um, Went to the Home Depot on like 26th and Cicero. And there was all like the uh, like the migrant workers out there, and I asked them, you know, where they got their you know their IDs from, and they gave me one of the guys' numbers, <laughs> and it was thirty bucks for them to make the ID. All you had to provide them was a picture and the info you wanted on it. So I took that and went back to my high school and just offered it to everybody for a hundred and twenty. So I was making a hundred dollars on every wow, ID. Wow, so you were the and you were the middleman committing a federal crime, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Innovative. I mean the legend. Yeah, Pizza Pat won't be hard to find. That's not a distinctive name or anything. But um, okay, I mean, you know, I, I, it's, it's I hate to say it's smart, but it was smart. Yeah, thank you, Pizza Pat. Have a good day. It was a re- revolving door of clients. Dude, he must have made a ton. You must. Have, how much money do you think you made doing this? All right. So at one point, not kidding you, I had to call. Uh, my cousin, who was a police officer, to come with me because I thought I was going to get robbed. Uh, at one point, I had like nine thousand dollars in cash wow. on me from all the IDs I had oh, to yeah. pick up. Wow! God. I mean, you still I'm, know that number, right? <laughs> <laughs> Kiki's going to Home Depot today. Uh, thank you, Pizza Pat. Have a good oh, day. Yeah. Right, She's gonna go wow. to her, her nephew's middle school. <laughs> What's up? Yeah. Fancy the Kiki's plug. the plug. Yeah. Oh my God. Hey, Matt. Hey. How you doing, Matt? What was your uh, your hustle? When was it, and what was it? This was back in 2004, 2005. I used to sell my leftover live FFA chickens down in Houston, Texas. What is it, Future Farmers of America? Is that what FFA is? 
Right, right. So yeah. you raised chickens like at the house? Uh, I had them at the barn, yeah, yeah. Okay, and then you would bring them to school, and what would people do with They'd take them home and eat them, or what would they do? Oh, boy. Yeah, their, parent, their parents would come pick them up, $5 a chicken. They'd take them home and eat them or do whatever they wanted, but it was quick and easy cash for me. Okay. Oh, okay. oh wow. Chickens, I mean. Okay, I wasn't expecting that. Uh, thank you, Matt. <laughs> Have a good day. Okay. Have a great one. Okay. Oh. Chickens. chickens. Why didn't you think of that, Rufio? Chickens at school. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Yeah. It's not in my... I'm not equipped for that. No. <laughs> no. <Not equipped>. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know anything about chickens, do you? No. Wow. Kiki? Well, well. She's going to be in the parking lot of Home Depot a little bit. But no, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, right. Selling chickens and fake IDs. But right. what, what was yours? I'm definitely doing that. But mine's was um, a security business. I ran a security business in school. Yeah, my brother was like one of the tough kids. And <laughs> I would be like, you know, if you want to pay for security services, then you pay us. He'll secure you and make sure no bullies mess with you. And it worked out very well. We were very paid. How old were you? <laughs> um, about 11. And so you'd say, look, no one will give you a hard time about anything if you get how much money? Oh, I'm scared to say. Uh, this one kid, I don't, his parents must have kept only cash in the house because oh. he was giving us like hundreds of dollars. Wow. Yeah. He never got beaten up. Never got beaten up. Well, he kept the bullies off of you. There you, you know? go. Yeah. So. Kiki's personal security. Yes. <laughs> Better than chickens, I think. <laughs> Do you have one of those friends that, like, we were just talking about this two seconds ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and his or her style. Do you have one of, do you have a friend? Do you have any friends? Do you have a friend? Do you have any friends? Sometimes, I, aside from you guys, I realize I don't really invest in too many people, and I, I probably should. But I don't, I don't need any more than you guys. You guys are enough. That's right. <laughs> but see, I don't differentiate. Right. I don't I don't classify right. the way that you do. It's levels. I don't do work friends and friends friends. You're either my friend or you're not. Well, you're either my friend or my acquaintance. But oh. the acquaintance is, has no... Has very few of the same elements as friends. I agree mm. with that, but I think you got to twist it. So with friends, there's just, there's just different groups of friends. Like, where did I meet you? Where did, did you come they, from? Why, why do they have to be classified? Like, because I met, that's in my brain how I like categorize people. But why? But don't I tell them that, work. though. Okay, but like for me to go, you're my work friend, but then I got my friend from high, high school. school high so then somehow we're not the same friends? Then you got the level the, of friends? You got the hood friends, and you got the friends who are like incorporate friends. Like, you got all my your friends. friends are right in there with my other friends. That's what I'm saying. It's like, I've met people from all walks of life and they're just a friend I don't classify them I have to. I think it's racist I think it's classist I think you're I think you're qualifying people when they just you're just my friend look he's okay so Rufio's my criminal friend no he's not he's my yeah, friend no, he's, he's my brother he's my friend I love my friends all the same it's just how I know you it's just how I know you where I know you from how you know them because in my head that's how like I differentiate the group what? but why do you need to that's what I'm asking what I'm but saying I'm is, not it's you, just in my head but, but it's not in your head because you say it to people you'll say you're my work friend you're my yeah, whatever friend my but when you say that <laughs> oh my god can your friends ever switch categories say you have a friend before like through high school right uh -huh. and then you end up working together. Is that your work friend or is that your yeah, friend from high that school? that person now is a work friend. Oh my God. If somebody from high school <laughs> yeah. works here all of a sudden, no, I, I know them from work now. <laughs> but where I was going with this is, I have a friend, his name is Mojo. He lives in Detroit. Uh, and uh, I was supposed to go last weekend because his wife invited me and I had to go to Yeehaw Memphis to do the Yeehaw Country and Western concert. Yes. Um, 
And so I I couldn't go. And now his wife is leaving town for two weeks, and then he invites me to go this weekend because he has nothing to do, and mm. he's going to be bored. Now, his wife is going to kill me when she finds out that I go the week later after she's already gone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She'll be like, why are you sitting on my couch? I invited you last weekend when I was here. Right. Because last weekend, he had to go to Taylor Swift, and she had nothing to do, mm-hmm. and she wanted to hang out with me. So uh, so it was not on purpose. Why is that? See, Rufio got a weird look whoa, on her face. That's weird. Well, you said you you would... Be with this woman if if Mojo no 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 he he says that he oh. says that if if he dies he said this before but before he had, he had open heart yeah. surgery and he said if if I die Fred can have my wife oh. and I said I can't afford her <laughs> right oh. that's true okay. I can't mm-hmm. afford her I no, can't he makes more money than me and I, I can't afford her that's but, wild that she wants to hang out with you I don't that's a weird why invite. He's, he's a cool guy yeah but you're <laughs> friends with the husband you're friends with Mojo not the, I'll tell you what the problem is the problem is over the last I don't know decade. I've become friends with each of them individually. I consider them both the same level of friends. Oh, oh my god! Nice. Well, because we both got, we got because we connect on different stuff. Like no, see, y'all are crazy. It doesn't have to. It doesn't have to be sexual. Oh no! I was saying Paulina's going to get stressed out because right. you took a friend from one. Oh pool yeah, I see what you're saying. Now right. how am I going to yeah. do that with my brain? Like yeah. I'm move things around. Right. I mean, I would sleep with her, but it's not. Oh, no, I'm no. kidding. I would. Well, I mean, if, she's oh, beautiful. If she yeah, weren't married to my best friend, then yes, I'd sleep with her. But she's married to my best friend. But, but my point is, you don't have anyone like that. You don't have anybody. You're right over there. Yeah. Oh my god. So wait, you don't have. Wild let me, statement but let me say. ask an honest question yes, to the people yes, in this room. Yes, dear. If, if honestly, if you could separate, you've got a lot of female friends who are married, uh, Kaylin. If you could separate their husbands from them completely, as if there were never any ties. Could you see yourself with any of those men? Like, oh, I like him. He's a cool guy. Sexually? Maybe. No. Didn't, but not. didn't one of your friends marry a guy that you slept with? Yeah, but I dated him like prior. So like it's not me picturing now that he's her husband, he's in now I move categories. Like he is Well, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> saying it would ever happen because this is never gonna happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just saying, like, I don't know. I mean, I think she's great. I if, if for yeah. some reason I met her and she had zero association with my best friend, I could see myself she's from Arizona. We have a similar backstory. Because that's the thing. She and I connect on on family stuff. Right. She's a strange she was a strange from her dad. I'm a strange mm-hmm. I mean, whatever. So there's, you know, I don't know. We connected on a similar background in a different way than than her husband and I connect. Yeah, I mean, so. I feel grateful that I have like a very different type than all my other friends, like what I'm into. Um, but I do have individual relationships with my friends' husbands for sure. Like yeah. I consider them um, just as much a friend sometimes. And they don't cross. Like if it ever got to a point where somehow one was talking about the other. Oh yeah, no. I always, and if that has ever happened hypothetically, I advocate for the two of them. I advocate for the other. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I advocate for if if she's ever mad at him or he's mad he's mad at her and somehow I hear about it, I advocate for the scenario where they make up. I yeah, I always try to right, like, help right, my friends. Like I'm not I'm not you know what I mean? And if, and if for some reason I and I've said this before in the past, like with people I've dated who are like or, or slept with and like can we still be friends? If I don't feel like I could advocate without influence, without in my mind being like I'd like to hit it again. I can't be your friend. Like, I oh, have to it. be completely detached in order to truly be your friend. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's got to be over, 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 done, buried. Otherwise, I wouldn't be a very good friend. 
Because it's like, you know, or, or like if you get friend zoned by somebody. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't really, I, I never wanted to be your friend only. Right. I wanted a romantic connection with you. And if, so now if you're saying, let's just be friends, I don't think I could be a very good friend to you because you'll call me and talk to me about your new boyfriend and I don't want to hear it. Oh, that's sad for the person that's doing the friend zoning though. Yeah, but you've done it to people. I've done it to people. It happens. And I think it's fair. And it makes to, me sad when they treat well, me different after. Well, but it's fair for someone to say, it, it's like, I think it's better for someone to say, you know, I I would have, I would be biased. I couldn't be your unbiased friend because if you feel like you're friends with somebody and they're influenced by their own motives because they have a, they feel a certain kind of way for you, well then that's not a very good friend because you're not getting, you're not getting unbiased. My, I expect my friends to be, I mean, of course they favor me, but they're not, they're not, there's no angle. Mm-hmm. You know, like my female friends aren't telling me to break up with my girlfriend because they want it. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, I see. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And right. if they were, they wouldn't be very good friends. At all. And they're not people I should be consulting. Mm-hmm. You know, and I feel like my friends are people I can, true friends are people I can consult on anything. Hmm. And and their they're only interest is what's best for me. You don't have friends for different stuff, like a party friend, a friend that like will hold your secret, a friend that will mm. be cool with you if you're crying. I don't have enough friends anymore. To yes, have that, <laughs> no, I, I really don't. I, I I used to have a lot of friends, and I feel like it. The, the it's boiled down over the years to like just. And I don't want to say that other people don't matter, but like you you figure out who's like, and you're you're finding this oh, as yeah. you get older. You figure out yeah. who's who's there I've for the long haul out. and who's not right. And it's there's nothing wrong with these people. They didn't do anything wrong, but it's mm-hmm. like people's lives change. Your life changes, and and at the end. Some of the same people will still be standing. I've had I, most of the people I'm I'm close friends with that I truly consider friends. I've been friends with for over twenty years. Me too. Yeah. It's that's the common denominator. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are texting. They need categories in their lives too. Oh, they categorize damn. things. It's not a bad thing to me. It's just in my brain. Like because there's a lot going on up here, so it's like okay, where do I know you from? Okay, you're a work friend. I love you just as much as the hood friends, but I just know you from different <laughs> times. But I feel like eras. The the category is the part of it that you just keep in your head. Because yeah, I when have you, said it out When loud. you say people to me like, well, you're my work friend. I didn't mean it though in a bad way, I promise. But yes, I get what you're that saying. That somehow means I'm lesser of a friend. I can than, come uh, off like that. So just say in your mind, you you you, you think work. Okay. And just say friend. Okay. So Everybody's happy. Amigos, so we're friends. Yeah. yeah. We're just friends. Yeah. Yeah. You guys started out as work friends, but then as you like got to know like my mm. family or my dog or my sister, then like for me, well, you guys were colleagues. I wouldn't even say you were. Well, right. When I met all you, you were you were coworkers. <laughs> you were colleagues. Now mm-hmm. you've right. gone to friends, yeah. and then uh, truly levels. you've gone to family. Yes, yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is something that I you know, uh, I think a lot of radio shows they say that, and it's not true. They lying. Uh, <laughs> because I'll be. Uh, let me give you a little insight on most radio shows. They don't like each other. Facts. <laughs> most, and I understand why. By the way, because most <laughs> radio shows. Yeah. Oh no! I've been fortunate to have like it, it, at least like and respect for everyone I've ever worked with. That's not true. <laughs> I, I've had like and respect for everyone oh, no. I've worked with. No, that's not even true. I was gonna <laughs> nope. name names. Okay, be honest. Uh, okay. Um, I, well, I, I'll say that the. Hmm. You're just us here listening. Yeah, just. I'm not talking about Angie, friends. by the way. So for the record, Angie is is a is a a, a friend and a you know there's love. So that's I'm not talking about that. Yeah. I can't say that everyone I've worked with in my whole career closely do I have like and love for. <gasps> but what I can say is the reason why a lot of radio shows they don't actually like each other is because they didn't actually choose to work with each other. You know, it's like a lot of times what happened. Like Angie and I were an example. If you've been listening to this show for a long time. 
I'd, I'd never met her. They call me up. They say, you, you want to come to Chicago? We're about to fire somebody. Uh, and we want you. And I'm like, great. I don't even, no negotiate. I don't care. I'm coming. Right. Let's, this is my break. Let's go. And I'd never met her. You're going to work with Angie. Okay, great. And we met and it worked out for a decade. You know what I mean? But like, that was lucky because usually what they'll do is go, that person's talented. That person's talented. That person's talented. Uh, here's a guy. Here's a girl. And then here, here's someone who's not <laughs> right. like the other two. A quirky and, one. Yeah. <laughs> we'll yeah, we got start. a morning show now. Go yeah. do it. Yep. And then they, you know, a bunch of people that don't know how to manage people then sit, st- stop, you know, stand Very back true. and watch the fireworks <laughs> of a bunch of people who don't know how to communicate with each other. Yeah. 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 They should mm-hmm. test chemistry, but they don't. Right. Right. <laughs> exactly. But in this case here... I think I can say fairly. I, th- I feel like we would agree. I mean, you can say you don't. We don't agree. Well, I actually don't say that if you don't agree. But I mean, like pretty much everybody in this room, we chose. We chose to be there, or they chose to be here too. You know what I mean? Like it just mm-hmm. it just worked out that way. And the ones that didn't want to be here have weeded themselves out. <laughs> but that wasn't even the point. My point in this is that my friend has, has a solo weekend. My friend Mojo, he has to be occupied and busy at all times. Mm-hmm. I think that's why he invited me because he realizes yeah. he's going to be bored. Yeah. I mean, most of his kids are out of the house. His son, you know, his youngest son just graduated high yeah. school and is off, you know, playing so golf all handsome. the time. He's a ha- oh, he's a good looking guy. With oh, a, he's got a great he grew, voice. He grew up fast. He's yeah, got he's, a deep voice. He's tall and he's handsome. He's yeah. Watch looking. out, Michigan State. He's he good looking. Gonna, man. Looks like he's figuring out hot girls like him. And it oh, looks like it is. took him a little while, but it looks like he's uh, he is. He's about to go to Michigan State. I know. I'm trying to get him and my sister together. She I likes like that. Guys. Oh, wow. I like that yeah. idea. She needs a tall guy because she's tall. He's cute. I think she would change him fundamentally. Why? <laughs> because I think he... <laughs> I I like that idea. <laughs> I think your sister's a little further along in the game no, than maybe he she's is. Not. Yeah, no, she is. But um, I would I would suspect. No, she's definitely not. Mm, okay, all right. She's not. not. She's definitely not. Okay, I'm, I'm not. This <laughs> yeah. is not what I'm willing yeah. to do. No. <laughs> this is how we become Smart. not friends. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, she has one year of college, is what I'm saying. She didn't like live it up in that way. She oh, had a very traumatic should. college year. No, she's oh. she's good. They'll be perfect. Well, I hope I she think. she needs to live it up this year. Then, well, that's she what is, you're supposed to do yeah. in college. Well, she's, she's working right now. Poor like a choices. Crazy woman. <laughs> um, but he needs to be occupied, and it's it's a long weekend. And I I I love him, and I'm gonna go, but I don't. Don't necessarily want to be go go go, you know, all weekend. So it's like I, I feel like you don't want to go to the country club. Yeah, because that's where the guy hangs out. You'll some oh, golf we'll go to the thing. Some golf, yeah. Uh, golf? I, just, I can't. I can't. Am I going to golf? Yeah. No, I can't. Uh, come on. Maybe I should golf. Yeah. Am I going to golf? Are you going to golf? Yeah. I don't. Know. I can't hit the Detroit. damn ball. I'm not going to go. I can't golf. I can't, I can't golf. I can't hit the ball. <laughs> Say golf. Golf. A couple drinks, you'll be fine. I think I'll get worse. Maybe I'll get better. I'm not yeah. sure. But anyway, so that's my. This is my task for the weekend. I guess is to babysit my friend who I love. But yeah. I'm, you know. And, but so Kaylin's going to Detroit. So I yes. was going to give her a ride, and then it's like, but are you leaving Monday? I'm like, no. I'm going to leave Sunday so I can go home in the complete and total silence for at least one day yep. and just marinate in my own funk, which I love to do. Why just and not say one word and just wait for me. You can you do that already all week. Why do you need a day early to do that? Like I love this guy so much, but if he lived near a hotel. I would stay in a. He has a huge house because he's very rich. I would stay. Um, I'd stay in a hotel at least so I could go. 
whole, you know what I mean? Like I could just go <laughs> and like, space. right. Now, you. granted, yeah. I can go in this dude's house. This is what happens, I guess, He's when you're 25 years yeah. in one city and you're rich, like he is, is that I actually could go to a separate part of the house, but that won't happen. I'll go to a separate part of the house. And he'll and follow then, you? And then around 9 o'clock, it'll be, <laughs> oh my God. Fred, let's go. We're going to go to, and then we do things like drive by Paulina's sister's home <laughs> <Yeah>. so <laughs> I can see where she lives without stopping and saying hi. We just have to be occupied. We have to be moving all the time. I and I don't, this. I like to do nothing. Yeah. It's my kind of guy. You never just sit and do nothing. I can't. And when I do, I, I, I have either. to, I start making content. Like I start talking to Same. y'all through the Instagram. I cannot be still. Same. I love this though. But I do understand social battery. Yes. Like once my social battery starts dying, I need to go home. Mm-hmm. Like I need to be alone. I need to decompress. So I understand you going home a day early. But what, while you're there, I like a friend that keeps me occupied. Like let's go. Let's do something. I think I need to go to AutoZone and get a new battery. <laughs> You know, I see the commercials all the time. Yeah, like, yeah, is your, is your car right. starting, you know, is You're it taking a long mind. time to start? And maybe I go to Mechanic Mike. Yeah, they'll replace it for free at AutoZone. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Social you did you work at Auto? No, you worked at Pep Boys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jason, bro. How did you yeah. answer the phone? Uh, good afternoon. Thank you for trusting the boys. This is Jason speaking. How can I help you? How prophetic. and Jack, baby. How prophetic. And weren't you also the, the number one Michelin tire yeah. salesman in, in the state of Illinois? Uh-huh. I sold the most Michelin tires Dude. in the state. Wow. We do it all. bought tires. From me. I think the older I get, though, the more that, that this job takes the capacity of the social battery. And you'll find it, too. The longer you do this. I start, I understand why people that do this job get weird. I'm learning. After a while. Dude. Because I think the social battery, it just, this, this, when I was younger, yes. like, there was a lot of charge left over once ah. I left. But now I feel like that's why I go home and decompress and don't talk to anybody. And this is probably why I don't have a girlfriend, because I don't talk to anybody when I go home. And most people, other humans, don't prefer that <laughs> they, yeah. they, they prefer people who communicate like speak and stuff and i don't know like when i'm when i'm done here five hours i don't have any words left i'm done with words yeah mm-hmm. that i do agree yes. with that I, that is the same for me but i don't think i hope my social battery never goes out i used I to think that like radio personalities that wouldn't go out like i don't know to the clubs and stuff like that were like always like so lame i'm like you have the coolest job ever and you can do this and that and it's like now i'm like <laughs> I'm tired. i tired I, I see why yeah it's like it's okay to like go night night you know what i mean it's oh, okay yeah. to like stay my ass inside yeah, so maybe that's what I'm, I'm going to say. Hey, I'm, I can't wait to see you. I love you. It's been a, I haven't seen him in a while, and um, I love going to the country club with him because he's a member of a bougie country club, and I, I love the fact that like a bill never comes. Yes. Well, it goes to him right. eventually. His but like mother. this is a the, the country club. This is a is the wildest concept. Like we last time I was there last summer, we go to the thing. He's like, "You want a hat?" I'm like, "I don't need a hat." He's like, "He wants a hat." He just takes it, and walks out, yes. and somebody there just writes it down. Right, number. And then he'd like. A month later, Dude, he gets a bill. Amazing. Get, you you know? some, get yourself some golf clubs this weekend. I'm, seriously, they had them. <laughs> they had like clubs. They Just had walk a, right out. That's what I'm right. saying. I'm like, well, then in that case, this <laughs> and this. Take somewhere and... cool, like a new restaurant or like no, see, a vibey bar. Like, no. can you not go to the country club every no, time? That's all we do. Oh God, he's like Larry David. <laughs> he is Larry David. <laughs> oh, and he loves it too because everybody knows. Everyone knows him, and he's like Captain Social. Yeah, yeah. and he lo- and me, I'm like, oh God. <laughs> You know, and then it's like, and then he does the thing where, and it's very nice of him because he's my, he's a little older than me and he's, he's, he's proud. I'm proud of him. He's proud of me. And, and he'll be like, oh, this is the number one radio personality in Chicago. And then we have to do the whole dog and pony show where I have to like, because I, I don't want to speak. I'm basically mute. So then they're like, he's like, this is the number one morning show in Chicago, the host. And then I'm like, hi. And they're like, wow, it must be a great 
show. Like, <laughs> this guy said two words. Like he, he's about as compelling as like a rock. Because <laughs> I don't feel like it. I'm not getting paid. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. Anyway, so that's that's my stress about this weekend. Is I, <sighs> I, 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 and also there are no girls. Okay. There are no girls oh, yeah, either. Married, Sunday, yeah. you're going to get yourself a room at the Shinola. You're going to wait for me. Ooh. You're going to have your alone time, and then we'll go back together on Monday. Maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe that's what I'll do. That's where Taylor Swift stayed, isn't it? Huh? Did oh, you she say, did, yeah. I'm going to see if I can get the same room. There you go. The Taylor Swift special. Uh, I'll get the, whoa, <laughs> what's that? I don't know. Uh, I'm interested. Just funny. <laughs> we date for a while, and then she breaks up with me and writes a song. <laughs> I, oh, yeah. I love that. More Fred Show next. The Fred Show is on. Yeah. Fred's Fun Fact. Fred's Fun Fact. Chocolate makes people want to buy romance novels. Ooh. <laughs> what? That's right. Uh, the thought of romance conjures images of champagne and roses, sweet music, and even sweeter treats. In fact, so many people associate the smell of candy with a lovey-dovey vibe that a 2013 research project published in the Journal of Environmental Psychology, of which I am a subscriber, of course, uh, found that the smell of chocolate in a bookstore makes people want to buy romance novels. Mm. Wow. I wonder if that's the same kind of thing as the smell of it, whatever it is in Target, a paper or whatever it is in Target makes people need to poop. <laughs> I don't know if that's an established, proven scientific fact in the Journal of Environmental Environmental psychology, but it is it is a well known fact um, in the lexicon of, of of the Americas that <laughs> that when you walk into Target, you have to poop. Really? Not, not once ever. Me either. Never. No, what? I mean I, I I don't there, but I I, I know I, I think I know it's true. That's why Fred always uses the pick up the drive up. Oh, <laughs> oh yes, well, same here. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I had a mask on, so I don't breathe in any of the Target. You know what I'm saying? They're like. Sir, you don't have to wear a mask anymore. I'm like, no, no, I don't want to breathe any any of your any of your your poop smoke or whatever it is. Poop smoke. But it is a well known fact, people. I I don't think it's been proven, but a well known fact that Target makes people need to poop. Wow. Mm -hmm. So there you go. You're welcome. Hey, more Fred show next right here. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at First first Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts 
of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.